The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Here's something that the European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen tweeted in October 2022. Russia's attacks against civilian infrastructure, especially electricity, are war crimes. Cutting off men, women, children of water, electricity and heating with winter coming, these are acts of pure terror and we have to call it as such. So, Suzanne Lynch, Chief Brussels Correspondent of Politico, how has she gone from that a year ago to effectively endorsing what Israel is doing in Gaza now? Well, I suppose she would say if she was here that Russia invaded Ukraine and it, you know, whereas Israel is responding to an attack by Hamas. But you're absolutely right. I mean, there is a huge controversy now uh, over von der Leyen's decision to go to Israel and actually her decision not to consult other uh, member states and other parts of the whole EU system. Um, and I think it's fair to say it, it, it's been an, an overreach by her and a sense that she has uh, misjudged this. Um, we were hearing from officials here in Brussels that she decided to make this trip along with the head of the European Parliament, Roberta Metzler, and didn't consult either the head of the European Council, Charles Michel, or Joseph Borrell, who represents the EU's foreign policy wing, uh, about the trip. Even though, if you look at the EU treaties, they're the part of the EU that actually has authority over foreign policy, not the European Commission. Um, so we're, at the moment, EU leaders are meeting for a kind of a virtual summit to try and essentially get their message uh, straight. The, the EU has been in something of, of disarray about their messaging around the whole conflict over the last uh, week. So von der Leyen will be... Uh, zooming into that meeting is a virtual one so it remains to be seen if any leaders will say this publicly to her um, there is definitely a frustration with how she has handled it Yeah, the frustration was expressed by our President Michael D. Higgins yesterday who described her comments as thoughtless and reckless has any notice been taken in Brussels of our President being so strong in his condemnation of her? Yes, I mean, my own outlet, Politico, has reported it. He's by far, as far as I'm aware, he's a far, by far the most senior person really in Europe to publicly call her out. I mean, in reality, not that many countries have said it on the record uh, here. Um, Ireland would be uh, have a very strong view on the Israeli-Palestinian issue, but it's, it's not alone. There are other countries, Spain, uh, Belgium, the Nordic countries, and to an extent France has always been a more pro-Palestinian voice around the EU table, although it's, it's very complex in, in France in particular where they've had an anti-Semitism problem. But then you have, on the other side, you've got countries like Germany and Austria, and we do need to remember Ursula von der Leyen is a German politician, and I think her instinct is very pro-Israeli. Um, and so there, for all the, you know, the EU is very divided on this, basically. So even though some leaders would be critical of von der Leyen's stance, there would be some leaders uh, who agree with her. And uh, the challenge now for the EU is to try and get some kind of a coherent policy because the reality is that the EU has been always been divided on this and this war now is only going to make those divisions uh, greater. Let's bring in the Fianna Fáil MEP for Ireland South, Billy Kelleher. Uh, Billy, was President Michael D. Higgins appropriate in his comments yesterday, even if it's likely that the vast majority of Irish people might agree? Well, I mean, I think he was reflecting what um, you know has also always also been stated by the Taoiseach in in recent hours. Taoiseach said that he did um, 
contact uh, Ursula von der Leyen and relate the fact that her um, visit and her speech um, and her contributions while she was in Israel lacked balance. I, I think what's important in all of this, though, is, I mean, we have a, a serious credibility issue when it comes to the Middle East for a long time in the European Union, and particularly in the Commission and the Council. We simply can't get to a point where we can act with integrity and honesty in terms of trying to address what is a, a very difficult and tractable problem. But at the same time, if you are taking one side over the other or perceived to be, well, then you obviously are no longer an honest broker. And I just think that um, uh, President von der Leyen's uh, visit did highlight that particular view again. Uh, and certainly, you know, we condemn what Russia did in um, in Ukraine with regard to cutting all off electricity, attacking civilian targets, schools, hospitals. Uh, the same thing is happening, as I speak to you on the phone, in, in Gaza. And we must equally condemn that as well. And of course, it's all about condemnation, you know, from one side or the other. But I mean, I, I stand and say that what happened on the 7th of October was an appalling attack. And this plays right into the hand of the, the terrorist organization Hamas by the fact that there is now going to be an overwhelming disproportionate response into Gaza where you'll have massive civilian casualties, destruction. Oh, I think we just have lost Billy there from uh, Brussels. So if I go back to you, Suzanne, in, do you expect that there might be something happening at the European Council tonight that may effectively gag uh, the President of the European Commission in future from saying anything? Yeah, well, I think she is realising that she's overstepped. I mean, what's interesting about Ursula von der Leyen as a, as a politician is that when she was appointed as head of the European Commission, some people made the point that she wasn't a former prime minister. That's usually the case. Um, and she hadn't that much political experience. She had been a German defence minister. And in many ways, I think we're seeing that lack of political experience now playing out. At the end of the day, all those EU 27 leaders who are on the call now are running their countries. They know about political compromise. They know about sensitivities. They know how to uh, bring people along with them. Um, and she didn't in this instance. She acts alone. Um, and there's also been a criticism of her over the years that she uh, doesn't consult among her own commissioners uh, when she makes decisions. And she relies on a small coterie of advisors, mostly German advisors. And sometimes that works in that uh, during the after the Russian full-scale invasion of Ukraine, she really led on EU sanctions policy and the EU really rose to the occasion there. But I think in something like this, where it's so much more divisive, so much more complex, and really foreign policy is not um, the role of the Commission. What the Commission does are things like sanctions or competition law, etc. It's not supposed to be formulating EU foreign policy. I think uh, she made a decision to go ahead without consulting someone and she realises now that that was not appreciated by a lot of the member states. I mean, it's significant both her and uh, Sharon Michelle are going to Washington on Friday for uh, the date within the diary to meet President Biden. So I think there'll be a lot of focus on whether the EU can put forward a united front at that meeting. Okay, just but Billy Callagher, I believe, is back with us. Do you want to finish the point you were making, Billy? Yes, well, well the, the most important point is that we, we have a situation where the, the European Commission uh, and the President, you know, went to, to Israel. They stood in solidarity with the Israeli people, which was the right thing to do, after 1,400 of their citizens were slaughtered by Hamas. But in doing that without referencing the need for a proportionate response and to comply with international rules and obligations and ensure that the, the civilians of Gaza weren't collectively punished. Uh, and without, without omitting that part of a very important uh, visit, you know, that has undermined uh, her credibility and also the European Union's credibility. And there's very few honest actors left 
in the Middle East. And I had hoped that the European Union, through the Commission, would be that honest actor. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, we now have a situation where, uh, you know, large cohorts of people in the Middle East and elsewhere around the globe don't see us acting as an honest broker. And then on top of that, then we had the the the, the um, Oliver uh, Valerheri, uh, the Hungarian commissioner, you know, tweeting cutting off aid. So it all looked like at the time that this was sort of a, an effort by the Commission to punish Palestine to punish the civilians rather than targeting and punishing Hamas and ensuring that Palestine had some voice because they're voiceless in, in, in many instances. Billy Callagher, Fianna Fáil, MEP from Ireland South. Suzanne Lynch, Chief Brussels Correspondent of Politico. Thank you both for being with us. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.